Trigger warning, the subject of suicide is described. I remember as a child watching the credits at the beginning of a movie and seeing a warning that said not suitable for viewers with a nervous disposition. Is that a nicer way of saying trigger warning? I had it and still have it, the nervous disposition, I came from a long line of them. The subject of suicide is one that is one of the most difficult to navigate, though one of the most present at this unusual time we are in. I am beginning with my personal interest, a lived experience of a suicide attempt in my early 20s, then a long period of volunteering for the Samaritans in the UK initially as a listener, then as a trainer, facilitator and mentor for new volunteers. The Samaritans was set up by the Reverend Chad Barra. His 13-year-old daughter's friend from school was never taught by her mum about menstruation, and when she started her periods, she was scared and ashamed. She did not feel she could talk to her mum or anyone else and, in her desperation, she ended her life. The ultimate reason the young lady died was because she felt she had no one to talk to in her crisis. This is the exact reason I volunteered for the Samaritans. I knew that feeling of believing that I had no one to talk to. Absolutely I wanted to be someone at the end of the phone for someone else, they could talk to me. I am very much aware this is a deeply emotive subject. I will provide the Samaritans UK contact number below for support should anyone feel that they need to speak to someone. When I was 16, something happened to me that was a seriously traumatic event. This was on top of childhood experiences of divorce and resettlement away from parents, then back home, then away again. My little psyche was troubled and the last event was the straw that broke the camel's back. Looking back, I see I had disassociated from my feelings. I went through each day on autopilot, reliving the experience over and over in my mind, never telling anyone. Fast forward to age 23, and in a drunken argument with my partner, he revealed something that was connected to a person who had hurt me. My whole being screamed silently inside, I could not take any more hurt. I was still so very wounded inside. So I swallowed some painkillers. Almost immediately, I regretted it and I phoned an ambulance. I was taken to hospital, my stomach was pumped and I survived. I was kept in overnight and saw a psychologist the next morning. He decided I'd simply had a domestic dispute and discharged me. Because I never told him what had happened to me when I was 16. Are you seeing a pattern? Never telling anyone had almost killed me. Why do you think victims of trauma decide not to tell? It is fear of other people's reactions. Those reactions could be anger, shock, surprise, terror, sadness, grief, rejection, denial. A damaged person might be terrified of other people's feelings, possibly because they have not dealt with their own. How did you feel when you read my story? It is important to feel into your response, no matter what it is. That is the first thing to do. How do you feel when you hear about tragic things happening to other people? Whatever you feel, it is important to feel into your response when this happens. Being able to deeply listen to someone is a great skill. In my experience, it is a fully embodied presence of the divine within. Please begin with yourself. I had been lucky enough to embark my own healing, though I was somewhat still unhealed, at the time I was learning to deeply listen to people who were contemplating suicide. Nevertheless, I was able to do it well and with commitment. If anyone is interested in learning to deeply listen, to actively listen with empathy, please do reach out to people or organizations who teach this. If anyone needs support with their own situation as a result of reading this, the contact number is below. Jules Williams, 6th of September 2021. Samaritans UK, 
116-123.